you know, sitting in a place of Pisces energy and just becoming so overwhelmed with the beautiful music and the sounds that this earth has. It's just so magical. What's good? What's popping, everyone? I want to talk to you guys about currency and understanding that the biggest currency you have is your time. You know, when we're looking into these devices or just outside of our own self and noticing all of these toxic traits that people carry and they glorify and it carries on to be conscious you really see it all and you realize you know you talk about dating you talk about the high value woman the high value man you talk about the hustle you talk about all these things that have a lot of ignited fire behind it but when you go into the place of the mystic you realize that all of that is kind of toxic and you understand that the only currency that any conscious being truly desires is your time your time is all she ever wanted you know and we can look at the clock we can look at the calendar we can look at the sands of time and realize that every day that goes by is that these moments that woulda, coulda, shoulda, as I hear a man screaming outside. You know, I feel very strongly that There's a lot of anger and there's a lot of suppressed anger. And I feel that there is a lot of that through the emotional body. And a lot of these people who are glorifying all these different excuses, because that's really what it is. It's excuses of an unhealed child. And then they feed that, right? They feed that beast and it gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets bigger. The wound turns into anger. And I know that because I carry anger too. Anger, sacred rage holy anger, however you want to look at it, you know, it's within me too, I feel it. And it's because there's something that our emotional body is trying to align to, right? And it is the energy of currency. And I'm going to be doing a masterclass on currency and understanding it through the, the seven chakras and understanding it through the archetypes of the ascension process. And I promise you, I will be doing that shortly. Um, but what I do want to tap into as we enter this um, Mercury and Pisces and this full moon that is raising the Kundalini energy, you might feel that there is a lot of anger that's surfacing. And I want you to truly embrace it and understand that that is the currency that's trying to form within you. What do I mean by that is that this is the shadow, this is the unconscious, this is your liberation. If you allow it to be seen, um, you know, the more you repress it, the more you self-sabotage it, the more you try to dismiss it through another layer of excuses, you know, you don't really get to see what's surfacing and... um, I think it's very magical, and I do believe that it's very important at this time that we notice it. You know, even through my own inner play, I've noticed that anger is surfacing more and more. It's a little bit more um, aggressive. It's a little bit more 
um, oh, you want this type of energy. It's very heightened. And I'm referring to that because I think that it's something that we're all feeling in some ways, you know, and we use different terms, different dialogues for it. We may express it differently, but that's what's coming through right now. And I think that it's really important to understand Mercury, right? Mercury is communication. It's the throat chakra. And through the throat chakra, we really want to express ourselves. Pisces is really that energy of the mystic and understanding that it's very watery. It's very elemental. It's very um, mystical. And you really want to bring in that type of that type of vibe when the energy is so high. And I'll tell you why is because you're reaching a point of climax, right? So let's say we're making love and the climax is reaching its highest point and you know there's going to be an explosion and you want the explosion to be so magnetic and so sexy and so just delicious, right? As Venus is entering Aries and Aries does resonate with Mars, which is the planet of war. So I, I, I hope you're feeling this energy. But when you can really just bring that, that artistic sounds and expression as authentic as it is, so it doesn't matter what words you use, how you use it, what slang, the tone of your voice, body language, all of it, the way you inhale, the way your saliva moves through the motion, right? I say do it and allow yourself to work through it and understand that what's happening deep inside your DNA and your cell and your bodies, the seven bodies, right, is that you're, you're forming currency and currency now is a whole new meaning versus just, you know, printing out cash out of a bank machine, um, entering the room with a briefcase of $100 bills, you know, or the gold, the jewels, and so forth. It's, it's a, a currency has reached a level of consciousness that now we understand it, that, you know, it is truly about the time and nothing is more valuable than your time. And I feel that at this point, you really want to look at that, at where are you reaching your climax, right? What, what, what is coming to that peak? And how can you really hold that energy as you bring in your currency, right? And when you bring in your currency, there's a moment that everything stands still and you see exactly where you are and what you are and how you're doing it. And in that moment, that split second, you get to choose which timeline you're vibrating on. And in that moment, you realize you're going to see people. Um, you're going to see places. You're going to smell things, feel things. All of that's happening, right? And it's this energy of really cultivating that extra sense, connecting to the ethers, and really now bringing it down to ground it. And I think this is really important because, you know, the mystics, the Sufi teaching who I love dearly, I am a lover of Haviz. 
I know Rumi is amazing, but Haviz is mine. That's my soul print. I, I, I've danced with him when he was walking this earth, for sure. Um, I'm sure he created a, po- a poem just for my soul. <laughs> like, for real. I'm like, and I know which one it is, too, so it's beautiful. Um, it's very, like, sacred. But it's that moment where you can dance in that energy and also be lost and bewildered. And then have a moment to ground. See, this is what's happening right now. It's like we're dealing with so many different timelines and dimensions. And we get to experience all these different things in literally a minute. And, um, you know, these are the masters and these are the teachers. But this is also what a lot of us are feeling. And I think that this full moon is allowing you to play in that dimension but safely, right? That's why it's sacred. It's sacred. What does that mean? It means it's, it's, it's a safe place where you can embody that energy, but with divine, with creator, with source, with God and goddess, you know? And if you are um, one who is blessed to have a connection to allow that person, right, that soul in with you, well, that's an extra, you know, icing on the cake type of energy because that's truly a a moment of real love unconditional love and that's really what a lot of us are looking for you know that that type of currency to share with another you know it's nice to have that once you master it within your own and I've mastered this within my own for a few years now it's like I even feel this like pool like it's time for me to invite another in But that's also something that has to also be seen on a higher realm and a different dimension. And you feel it first in, you know, telepathy or um, in your dreams or in your fantasies or in your visions or however you want to look at it, you know. Um, and, And I think that's what a lot of people are understanding when it comes to currency. It's like, where do I really choose to share that valuable time with another soul and as we do share that time why do i desire to share it so much with this soul what is the purpose what is the mission what are we actually doing you know while we are dancing in this mystical moment of time you know a conscious person will always set intentions and purpose behind everything that they do And it doesn't have to take your entire energy field away from you to do so, meaning it doesn't have to take days. It's a quick moment of a decision and a choice. And you know there is a higher higher energy involved in that choice, and that is the attention. And then as you dance, and as you play, and as you experience, right, and you reach moments of climax, you are also given seeds, to plant in this earth and then that's how it grows you know what i mean by that is understanding that you are being given codes um visions you're giving deep deep mystical priestess and priest energy the unseen the higher worlds and you're bringing it to this planet as there is a climax happening and you're experiencing it and then you continue watering that seed um, you know, that was a part of my Ten of Pentacles masterclass, understanding what it is really to be in co-creation. Not only just writing something down, it's this constant loyalty to that. It's the constant 
consistency to that. It's the constant work to that. And again, currency, right? How much time are you putting into that seed? Because that seed is your currency. It's like, um, what is it, Jack and the, the Beanstalk? I don't really remember that story, but it, it's that energy of really putting something into that seed and watching it really grow. But it's not only growing for self, it's growing to higher realms, right? The actual beanstalk itself, when it grew, it grew so high up that it touched the clouds, which was representing of a consciousness, representing of heaven, paradise, consciousness, right? It's not a location, it's it's a consciousness. So, you know, we have to sometimes play in that inner child moment to remember that all the visuals that we have given or have worked with is because it's a level of consciousness. It's really not a location. Another thing that's coming to me too is Aladdin. You know, I always tell people I don't have a car. I don't drive. I don't have my license. I have no need to because I have a magic carpet and the magic carpet will take me where I need to go. Obviously, the magic carpet is in my consciousness, right? Like I know a lot of you work with dragon energy. So do I. We understand Pegasus. Anything that takes us somewhere, right? It, it's it's not actually a physical form. It's through consciousness. And that's the new way we're traveling. A lot of conscious people don't travel a lot because we don't want to go on planes. We don't want to be in airports that are packed and with people who are all over the place, chaotic airports. Oh my God, that, that I don't have anxiety, but thinking of that gives me anxiety. <laughs> And it's because it's like there's other ways that consciousness travels. And you really have to be aligned to a higher timeline to really experience that and also be satisfied with that. You know, I think the key here is the satisfied. It's like a lot of people are doing all these things and they're never really satisfied. So they keep pushing and it's because they're not fully full. You know what I mean? I understand that there's something within me that I keep craving and nothing around me is satisfying it because I know what that energy is. But at the same time, right, that's something that I need to master within my own journey. And I think also through this full moon and this kundalini energy specifically, we're all going to feel that that hunger. And what is that hunger giving? What is that hunger asking you to feed it, right? Because... The thing is, when we talk about toxic traits or toxic patterns or old energy, we've been feeding this beast of the ego, right? Getting it bigger, getting it bigger, getting it bigger, because that was the choices that we made. Now, when you go to the other side of that, which is more of your divine self, and you're being asked, okay, it's time for you to go to the bank and receive your currency, and the bank is consciousness and the currency is time, what are you feeding that time? What are you watering that time? You know, it's a very different energy. It's a very different feel. It's very fluid. It's very light. It's very mystical. It really is. And the thing is, when you grasp onto it, you realize that time is so precious. And um, it is something that's going to be really asked of us moving forward. And this is the same to your, your, your own mission and your own purpose here. You know, how much are you investing in to be where you need to be? Not for your will or what you expect, for, for your destiny, for God's will to your, of your life, of um, your higher contract here. 
You know, it's it's all of these things that we're all seeing. And I think it's so beautiful because, you know, to feel it and to see it, not only for self, but for so many others, specifically my clients, you know, we can all notice this pattern of, you know, really, really putting more value onto our destiny. And when you put value onto your destiny, the rest of the world, it doesn't really feel like you belong there anymore because there's just so much noise and there's so much toxicity. I was talking to a client the other day and um, very, very successful client, to be honest with you. But it seemed like she wasn't really happy. And we were talking about that because it's the energy of like money can't buy you happiness. But at the same time, it's like, what, what are you doing to satisfy that hunger, which in her case would be happiness after all this success, you know, and that's the pattern that I keep seeing is that people keep trying to build these blocks of success. And they're just, I just see like, what's it called, like Legos, and they're just going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And then they reach this peak, but they've wasted like 30 years of their life and they realize they've never been happy. And most people go, I knew what was going to make me happy, but I ignored it because I didn't think that that was where I was supposed to be or that person wasn't the person that, you know, my parents told me I should be with or... um you know, I had, other, I had other shoes to fill. You know, all these things. And you realize that you reach this top of this Lego block, because I'm just thinking of like a kid's cartoon. And then you're standing there. And then you're like, well, I wouldn't mind if a tower came and blew this all away because I'm not even happy. So it's that moment of time. And I think time is really something that a lot of people are noticing because a lot of us have, I won't, I don't want to say ascended because we haven't ascended. We're still here, but we are ascending. But we've reached levels of consciousness that probably took us past lives, our entire life to get to. And a lot of us are doing this within five to seven years. So it's like this wisdom that comes over and that's also the mystic's journey. And this is why I truly believe as well, there's also a lot of rage and anger because there's a lot of things that we have cultivated so quickly that the rest of the world doesn't understand and we get a little angry with that within our own self because there's something that we also have to heal and shift and also really like, you know, in my humble opinion, I love rage and I love anger. I think it's a great emotion to work with, to manifest things with. But I think it's also very important to notice that when the anger surfaces, right, how do we turn that into gold? And why is it there for us to turn it into gold? Um, the more and more you're aware of your true emotions, the more and more you can actually act like a damn grown up. I know so many people who don't act grown and they're so grown. Like, you know, if you ever talk to children specifically, they have more mature emotions than most grown people. And it's because they're, they're more tapped into their soul, 
more tapped into their heart. And then I go into, let's say, elderly, right? If you go to retirement homes and talk to the elderly, their wisdom is so beautiful to notice. But this is what I'm referring to, right? We have this gap between the child and then the elder. And then usually that is basically the level of years we take to master this game. But a lot of us, right, have mastered this in such short periods of time that there's all these different things that are surfacing now that we want and desire and we know we need to experience, but the rest of the world is still taking their time. And we have to understand, you know, when anger surfaces like that, it's like, it's probably because a lot of people in the collective are also very angry that they can't reach those levels because they have so much attachments, so much codependency, so much delusion and denial and all of these things that they're trying to fight. But in the end of the day, it's like that mystic's journey is the best journey. You know, I always say one must lose their mind to find their soul. Amen. You know, you could take my mind any day, wrap me up in a white cloth, because knowing me, I'm going to get that white cloth pretty dirty, actually. I can't really keep white clean. <laughs> but what I mean to you is like, take me into an insane asylum. Like, I'd rather be there than sometimes out in the world, because the world is what is insane. It's, it's the world that is crazy, and they've swallowed that pill, right? And that's why people love talking about the matrix. But at the same time, when you are bewildered, there's this beauty that you've known that you have stepped away, and you've walked away, and now you are in a very different reality, and the reality is mystical. It has all these different elements to it, and you never want to go back to the old, um, you know, I, I, I've noticed a pattern of people keep asking me too, when are you going back, when are you going back? It's like, I'm not going back. The journey is not to go back. And it's funny how much you grow and it makes others uncomfortable, right? Because now the mirror is on them. It's time for them to move. You know, it's been this long. How long, how more, how much more time do you need, right? How much more currency are you really putting into yourself and your soul? Because every soul is going to rise, I even did this today on Instagram. I said one of my favorite teachings is you can bring a horse to the water, but you can't force the horse to drink. And the water represents consciousness, right? And everybody will be thirsty eventually. But you also have to be strong enough to allow that wild horse to be wild and love it unconditionally as it runs through their greatest denials, because that's truly what it means, right? When you let a wild horse run wild, it has nothing to do with them being wild. It, it has to do with them being lost and um, in denial. That's truly what that metaphor means if you don't know that. Because most real wild animals or, anim, um, or mystical creatures, they're never, ever running away they're always with others because they're they're in their soul tribe they know who they are um they know that no one is meant to be alone and um to be alone is you know it, it's it's great to have that for a short period of time but we also know that we're never alone we're with the universe we're with 
all of the higher beings or with all the ethereal beings and all the magics. So that's what I mean. It's like it's 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 really understanding the true nature of the teachings and understand it through God's eyes, not human eyes, and how we glorify things that are so toxic and so wounded. And it's time for us to really bring in the mystical and come together and really know that everybody is going to rise and to really let go and to dance, right? Like in, um, I'm Egyptian, and with my Egyptian bloodline, there is bloodline in Georgia, and both countries dance with their hands up and they wave them and we dance like that, right? It's somewhat like belly dancing. And it's that energy of understanding that we have surrendered, our hands are up. And when we are dancing with our hands up, we're actually not dancing alone, but we're dancing with the divine spark. And we're allowing the energy to flow through us. And as we do that, we allow the old energies that no longer serve to be released and we transmute and we move to the vibration of the earth and we allow our body to move like a snake and that's the kundalini rising which is the divine mother so to close this out <laughs> the divine mother will be touching your soul and allow her in a lot of people pray to god a lot of people only know God as he, but without the goddess, there will be no God. And without God, there will be no goddess. So what I will do in the end of this podcast is invite you to speak to the Divine Mother. Remember, she's supposed to help you with your journey here. Because you're praying to God and God only has one message. I love you, come home. So when you feel like your prayers aren't being answered, it's because you're not praying to the Divine Mother as well. It's always Father God, Mother Goddess. And when you do have a prayer that you need clarity for, you will say it as Divine Mother, please show me. Divine Mother, please help me. Divine Mother, please heal me and then do your prayer. Because the Divine Mother is the one that's working in our meridian body, right? It's like Shiva Kali, Shiva is transcendent. So it's that energy of the masculine, the father that will always be there, but it's, it's Kali and all of her deity energies that are working through you. And without that energy, the father couldn't be in this energy consciously. They work together, they're in union. And that is what that is what the supreme creator, the one, the real, really truly feels like. It's both. It's both. It's not one. So when you're dancing in the mystical land of um, this Mercury and Pisces and this full moon that's awakening the Kundalini, every mystic knows the Kundalini as the Divine Mother. So allow her in. Allow her in, okay, my loves? And remember, you know, we are 
reaching a time of currency and there's a lot more in this energy that I will be teaching. I can't wait to teach. I'm very passionate about it. My passion is very fiery. So, you know, it is that energy. If this is my mission here, I'm not here to be lights. I'm not here to be fluffy. I'm here to be motherfucking real. And I'm so happy that I am. <laughs> Play me some Tupac. Give me some ghetto shit. Okay. Blessed. Anyways, my loves, have a great weekend. Enjoy your flow. Please remember that Pussy Power is starting in a few weeks. I can't wait. It's only $222 Canadian for a six-week delicious initiation and activation to the six faces of the feminine what trust me you're going to want to join this and anything else that you want in regards to my offering please look at my website another reminder that golden shadow is going to be done dead kaput rest in peace i pour some like you know cracking rum on top of that like bye set it on fire it is the last month that shadow work will be available through my offerings. So if you do want it, please join. Other than that, I love you all. Have a beautiful, peaceful weekend. Peace.